Welcome to Calling Plays with Kaylee, where we catch plays on the daily. And this podcast is sponsored by One of One Nine Boutique in Shoe Lab in Raleigh, North Carolina. And today I have a very, very special guest joining me on today's episode. And I am going to let him introduce himself. For sure. Kaylee, thank you so much for having me. My name is Pat Benson, and I cover the Atlanta Hawks and sneakers for Sports Illustrated FanNation.com. And uh, yeah, so uh, long time listener, first time caller. Glad to be on the show. Thank you. Mm -hmm. I'm so excited to have you on this show. It's I've been wanting to work with you for like the longest since you followed me. Oh, for sure. Well, we talk all the time on Twitter, you know, but it's different when you finally get to put a voice with with the face and everything. Because like yes. talking on tweets and DMs, but this is different. And it definitely, is. definitely honored to be on the show. I'm a fan of everything you're doing, so oh. this is gonna be fun. Oh my gosh, that just oh that just made my day. So, tell me a little bit about yourself. Yeah, for sure. So, born and raised in Chattanooga, Tennessee. Uh, went to UTC and originally started off in politics, gave that a go for a while to my mid-20s, and then I kind of shifted into uh, sports sports journalism and made the jump to go full-time just this past year. You know, I just turned uh, 33 in November, so a few months before that, like, I went full-time and quit my day job, all that, so, um, you know, it's, a, it's not an easy industry, like, it's there's lots of ups and downs, but... You know, I, I wouldn't trade it for the world. I really love what I'm doing. So what made you get into journalism? Yeah, so um, it just started with a blog post one day that literally no one read. I went to a high school basketball game and I just wrote this like funny like piece about like how much more, how many more threes they're shooting now compared to back when I was in high school between 2005 and 2009. And I just, literally no one was reading my blog, but uh, I just went from that to like a little website to a slightly larger website and just kind of worked my way up and just took a million little steps just to kind of get to where I'm at right now. All right. So what has been your favorite story to write and why? Uh, one of my favorites, probably my favorite would definitely be uh, my interview with Nick Van Exel. It was this long form article I did. And I think I did a pretty good job of like unfolding the story and talking about how Nate McMillan hired him to serve as an assistant coach. And um, one, you know, I'm a Lakers fan. So it is cool to talk to a Lakers legend. And it's one of those things like I feel like it still stands up. It's been uh, over a year since I wrote it. And I'm just kind of proud of the way like I packaged it and formatted the story. And, you know, he's an NBA legend. So I'm really proud of that one. Awesome. So I would love to know the pros and the cons with sports journalism. Yeah, for sure. So the pros are like, you know, one, you talk to pros every single day. So like you're, <laughs> you know, like I'm a fan. So like I'm a fan, Trey Young. So it's cool to be able to like talk to him like every single day and, uh, hear how he communicates with his teammates and see uh, former players like Dominique Wilkins or Reggie Miller walking around and you're walking on the court and, you know, that'll never get old. So that's super cool. Uh, cons is uh, it's a very uh, volatile industry. Like it's not if, but when you're going to get fired. So everybody's going to get fired a few times at least. And mm -hmm. um, long hours tough hours and um you really have to like look out for your mental and physical health because um because of the hours like it can kind of get out of whack so like 
I mean, it's not, it's not like we're going and like digging for like coal and coal mines. Like, I don't want to like compare it to anything mm-hmm. like that, but like in, in the year 2023, like it's a job that can definitely like mess with your health. If you're not careful, like you can mess up your sleeping habits, your eating habits, or just your mental health. So, you know, like every, like every profession that has plenty of pros and cons. All right. So I know that the sports journalism world can be very tough. How do you, okay, when someone is being super duper negative about an article you wrote, how do you deal with it? Um, I mean, if it's a fair critique, I'll hear them out. Like, if, like, I got a stat wrong, like, and they're like, hey, knucklehead, like, it's actually, you know, this is the statistic. Like, I'll hear you out. Like, all right. And, like, I'll get mad myself. I'm like, all right, I got to do better. Like, I should have double-checked. Or, like, whoops, it was just, like, a typo or something like that. But if somebody's just, like, hating because they half read the article or they don't like the player or whatever, like, it's just got to be water on Duck's back. And and you'll get, you know – and you'll get used to it. I'm sure you've dealt with like weird replies and stuff and your mentions from your podcast. So it's um, just like, at a certain yes. point, it's water on a duck's back. And it's just like, that doesn't even phase me. Like, if it's valid criticism, then like, yeah, I'll, I'll take it in. But if it's just like somebody with like three followers who's just angry, like, that doesn't mean anything to me. Yeah, behind a burner account, like, yeah. grow up. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> All right, so all right. The other day, it was something with Trey Young. Um, he told someone to shut up. You know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, and I saw your tweet, and mm-hmm. someone said something. You mm-hmm. know what I'm talking about? Yeah. Um, how did you feel about his comment towards you? Like, I'm not even gonna hold you. It kind of made me mad, like for him to oh. say something like that to you. Oh, for sure. So yeah, for people who missed it, it was Mike Bell, ninety-two point nine. I'll drop his name. I don't care. Uh, like, and again, like it's one of those things you gotta learn not to take seriously. But like, he's like constantly trying to get a rise out of Trey Young. Like, he will like tag him. Like, he'll have these wild takes and he'll tag him. And he's been doing it like all season long, like about his leadership or whatever. And, like, it's really hit a fever pitch over the past week. Like, was it wasn't Mike, but another show on that radio station, they were talking about Trey's dad and stuff. And um, so, like, it's – and then finally, he said something crazy. Like, he quote, he quote tweeted Trey. And, you know, everybody saw Trey's reply. And then, like, um, I, I jumped in there. And, you mm-hmm. know, I, I was throwing shade. And, uh, <laughs> and, uh, I and, love it. And then Mike, uh, Mike called me a fanboy, which I get a lot. Because, like, I definitely take a different approach. Like, there are a lot of, like, sports – the vast majority of sports journalists try to, like, separate their fandom from their writing or from their mm-hmm. podcasting. And, you know, to each their own. But that's not going to be the way I do it. Like, I'm a fan first. And I'm going to, you know, <laughs> just let you know how I feel. And um, and so I, it's not the first time I've been called a fanboy. And, like, so that, that doesn't bother me at all. So, um, you know, that's just – that's it. You know, like we said, I just got to let it roll off. And, you know, pick and choose your battles. And plus, you know, like you, I'm pretty chill. Like, I don't like debate Twitter, and I don't like going back and forth. I hate it. I will just block you. <laughs> yeah, exactly. It's like, bro, I, I don't even like you. And, like, I'm, I hate having to sit around and wait to see what you say back. And then I got yeah. to say back. Like, I was like, I'm going to just block you and keep it moving. But um, on that, it's like, it's you know, that didn't even bother me like that. So it was just this crazy exchange on Twitter. But just a normal day in the life of people, of NBA fans on Twitter. So, 
Yeah, that was very out of pocket. And I feel like these Atlanta radio stations, they all need to just um hang it up. Because yeah, Trey yeah, isn't seriously. going anywhere. Yeah, I, I agree. I feel like, you know, people got they have to say whatever to um try to get some like headlines and get some clicks and get right. some downloads. So that's what and that's where they're at at this point. Right. And shout out to Trey for that tweet. Yeah. It's actually my lock screen on my phone. Uh, that's hilarious. <laughs> I know. That's what, that's what I love. I was like, "Ooh, that's my boy right there." For sure, for sure. <laughs> so you know, Trey, Trey's a good guy, and that's another thing. Like, I've, I'm not gonna claim to know him like that well, but like I see mm-hmm. him like all the time, and like I see how his teammates interact with him, how he interacts with fans. Like, he's a very solid stand-up guy. Like, I don't understand why he gets the hate he does. So, right, yeah. like. He doesn't deserve it at all. He's a great player. He's really good at what he do. But can you tell me a little bit about the Kobe Bryant sneaker history? Yeah, for sure. So, like, we were talking earlier about, like, the ups and downs in this industry. Like, mm-hmm. I got, like, hired to write for Forbes in January 2020. Two months later, March 2020, league gets shut down. I'll, you know, I lose that job. A month goes by, and then I lose my day job. And so I'm just like unemployed, just sitting around. And uh, my family said, you know what, take some time, do something that you really want to do. And um, it, it wasn't the most, like by far, it wasn't like the most profitable venture of all time. But like, it was something I really enjoyed doing. I was going back and documenting all Kobe's, uh, his entire sneaker history from Adidas to Nike, and you know, the, the free agency season in the middle. And uh, so that was cool. Got to talk to former players, coaches, people who knew him. And uh, so, yeah, that was super enjoyable. And um, it, although it, um, and the best part about it was like, <laughs> I didn't want to like profit off of like um, somebody's tragedy because it really mm-hmm. released the same year he passed away. So like I donated the money, what little money I made off, I donated to charity. So like that way I didn't, didn't feel like I was profiting off of a tragedy. So yeah so tell me your favorite sneaker um i don't even have it but it'd probably be the kobe six okay it's just because like the snake the fake snake snapping is cool or i like the kobe nine like where they went crazy and had like the high top that like went like halfway up their calf like i thought that was crazy so mm-hmm. for me it's for sure gonna be a kobe but unfortunately like i i, I can't get my hands on them and uh, i'm not going to spend an arm and a leg on on shoes so hopefully they do some more releases but yeah what about you I know you're a sneakerhead what's your favorite okay so I am not a sneakerhead I am a Crocs person (laughs) (laughs) I love me some Crocs but I will say that my favorite um tennis shoe is hmm I'm gonna have to go with the Yeezy 700s those are my favorites Yeah. yeah those are cool those are cool I throw some sweatpants on and a graphic tee and throw those shoes on. I, I like it. I like, you're all about like yeah. comfort. And, yeah. Yeah. Okay, cool. But Crocs, yeah, comfortable. Okay. Can't go wrong with that. No, because the reason why I asked you what your favorite shoe was, because I see all of the shoes you post on your <laughs> Twitter, and then I'll follow you on TikTok, and <laughs> you're always doing an unboxing. Sneakerhead. Yeah, for sure, for sure. So yeah, like in addition to covering Crocs, I also cover sneakers, and um, I've been like lucky to build relationships with certain brands, mm-hmm. and uh, some like 
you know, sometimes you'll just get lucky, I think, and you'll just get on a list, somebody's list, and then all of a sudden, Whoa. like, they start showing up at your door, and that's a pretty, mm-hmm. pretty amazing feeling, so, especially for a sneakerhead, so, that's, that's been a really dope perk about this job. All right, so, have you ever ordered from Goat or StockX or anything oh, like sure. that? Yeah, yeah, ordered okay. and sold on there, and, okay. um, you know, mixed results, um, I think, uh, stock x is they have like lots of fees and um it can get very pricey on there in a hurry and then but at the same time i feel like they kind of move quicker than uh goats so yeah right i could do a a whole podcast on that for sure yeah (laughs) i definitely i've definitely done that okay what about the sneakers app yeah so that's when the sneakers app is what nike uses right Uh so basically no more standing in lines because like back in the day like those lines would be like long and sometimes get violent like people are pushing and all that yeah like you know what let's just you know go online which is cool but at the same time like now these like little dorks have these bots and like these little kids will have these bots and they can just like buy up like a hundred pairs of like whatever like the, the, the most highly anticipated release is and so it's like, okay, cool. So I went from not getting it in person to not getting it digitally, you know, mm-hmm. over my phone. So, I mean, hopefully they're able to figure it out eventually. But I don't know. I mean, it it's good in theory, but I still think there are a bunch of, like, issues with it. Right. It's a hit or miss on that app, though. I'm not even going to code you. It, it's just misses for me. <laughs> it's just misses. <laughs> I don't know what's going on. Yeah, like, some hard fours would be coming out and then yeah. you miss them. That, that's it. But I've heard there's like <laughs> tips and techniques like you guys spend time on the app and you gotta click around so they know like you're a regular user of the app but you know I'm, like you I'm busy. I don't, I don't really have time to do that. Nah. So, just yeah. order and go. That's like it. like you said people used to push and shove. <laughs> so I don't know if you remember this. People used to camp out for shoes for sure yeah for sure at the mall they'll bring tents or they'll sleep in their cars they'll do anything (laughs) to get some shoes yeah yeah luckily that was before i really like became a hardcore sneakerhead and even then like if even if they like were like that now i still wouldn't do it like if you know it's just not worth it at a certain point like i'm not going to go above a certain price point i'm definitely not sleeping outside or in the mall or anything (laughs) like that like i just no whatever so Right. So what is it like working for the Hawks? Yeah, so covering the Hawks is it's really it's it's awesome, you know, getting to see uh not only the Hawks players on a regular basis, but all the other players around the league coming through, you know, stars and like when LeBron makes his one trip to Atlanta, it's it's an undescribable level of energy in the arena. So I mean it's amazing. As about as a basketball fan, it's a dream come true. And, um, yeah, I mean, I don't have anything negative to say about it. it. It's a tough job, and you know, at times, because, like, you got to protect your mental, physical health, mm-hmm. you know, with the hours you work and the food you eat and your sleep and stuff like that. It can get out of whack in a hurry. But, I mean, if that's your biggest concern, then it's a really good job. Tell me, what do you do on your off days? Oh, I, I get really lazy. And, like, I want to, like, completely turn off my brain. So, like, I will just chill and watch, like, old reruns of shows I like, like The Simpsons or, like, uh, 
it's just old comedies, old movies, just something I've seen a million times before, just so I don't even have to think about basketball. Like, if it's a good game, for sure, like, I'll, I'll check it out. But other than mm-hmm. that, I'll try to get away from it and try to put my phone down for a sec because, again, like, iPhone addiction is real. And It, it is. And, and, like, if you you know, as you know, in sports media, like, you want to be on it in case, like, something happens. You want to be plugged in. But it's like at some point you gotta set it down, and uh, so I really try to just like, uh, you know, just turn turn everything off is what I try to do when the Hawks aren't playing. All right, so this is my last question for you before we wrap this up. Yeah. All right, what advice do you have for anyone that is wanting to pursue journalism? Yeah, two pieces. One, don't get canceled. Two, have thick skin. Yeah, I guess extra third is just work hard. That that's it. I mean, as long as you work hard and you're friendly and you're nice and you don't get canceled, then things will <laughs> work like like just follow like those two or three main rules and you're going to be fine. So I mean, like a lot of people are like, you know, they're on Twitter like it's a blood sport and they're just trying to like kill everybody whereas i usually try to be like pretty friendly for the most part Mm -hmm. i feel like that and you like you for sure like i know your vibe is always positive and like yeah it takes you so much further in life so just like work hard be friendly and you're going you're going to be all right in in this industry it's going i can't promise you perfection there's going to be ups and they're going to be downs Mm -hmm. but overall it's going to it's going to be pretty positive all right well thank you so much for joining me on this episode i am so excited that i finally got to work with you hey thank you for having me like i said i'm a fan of yours i'm a fan of everything you're doing so just you know keep doing what you're doing i know i'm not the only one there are a bunch of us we're all we're always keeping up with you so really really for sure so the pleasure is all mine you said uh some more people are keeping up with me you know them I, I can see i can see you're always you're always popping off on twitter and you do numbers on social media you don't have to be uh, you don't have to be coy about it whoa well i hope to meet you very very soon for sure for sure hey, next time you're in atlanta or next time you're at a hawks game rather um just um you know hit me up and uh, we'll link up all right well this is calling plays with kaylee and we are signing out Slam